Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ben and Chris Talk Football. I am Chris. And I am Ben. We are here to bring you our opinions on the news notes and happenings from around the league. And something funny happened with our pre-free agency breakdown. Yes. We were running through teams the other day. Kind yep. of, uh, We kind of had a set amount of shows, uh, episodes it would take to get through the entire league. Something wasn't adding up. And we finally figured out, or Ben finally figured out, that he apparently forgot the Denver Broncos. Which, in all honesty. Which, I mean, don't, don't, you know, if you've watched him play the last few years, that's completely understandable. Uh, we kid, sort of. Um, so we will do that today, as well as our other three uh, rich teams that were originally scheduled for today, mm-hmm. in the Patriots, Saints, and Vikings, as well as some more Brady drama. Dude, I am literally as tired of talking about this as people who aren't Patriots fans are about hearing it. I yeah, mean, I, I can't. It, it, I can't hear one more Tom Brady story. Like, there's actually something to discuss with this, so that's how we're talking about it again. But it's it just feels like we're rehashing the same thing over and over again. I think what's I mean it, it's, it's, I guess fun to talk about for some people. It's, it's just annoying. We know where he's going to be. He's going to be in New England. It's not that hard to figure out. I can't see any other scenario where it makes sense. This isn't, this isn't a Patriots homer in me in me talking. This is – it doesn't make sense. Anybody else who would need a quarterback is more than a quarterback away from being a legitimate championship contender. He's not going to go somewhere at 42 to rebuild. So I will explain to you what I heard today. And I will preface it by saying I did hear it on the radio – so you have to take that with the grain of salt you'll take it with. Whole bag of salt. This is the, this is the list, supposedly, in order, that Tom Brady's preference is. That's San Francisco, Tennessee, L.A. Chargers, L.A. Rams, and the Miami Dolphins. San Francisco because they have a team built win now, and supposedly they'd be willing to bring in one Antonio Brown. Okay. Tennessee because with what cap room? I don't know. That's 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 kind of like everything I heard. They kind of ignored that thought, and that was like the first thing I thought of. Is like, so you're letting Eric Armstead go, clearly, and then you have to make some room. So you probably would have to make you'd have to let Richard Sherman go. George Kittle has a contract coming up. At some point, you have to be able to re-sign him. Well, I think the theory is is that Tom and Antonio Brown would be short-term deals. But regardless, if you go short-term, then there's no point in signing George Kittle long-term because then you won't have a quarterback in a year or two. Yeah, none of this makes any sense. The Titans, because Mike Vrabel's there. And he'll let them run the show, I guess, and their buddies. And I just don't buy that theory. No, Vrabel, maybe, Vrabel hasn't built the team he's built, so somebody else can run it. Right, and then maybe it would stick it to the Patriots a little bit. I don't, I don't get that one. The L.A. scene is basically business-related for the Chargers and the Rams, is what they say. And then Miami would be sort of a, a token... Um, 
interview, I guess, or an option, just because he respects Brian Flores. And Miami may, may give the inclination they bring in Antonio Brown as well. But it's not a serious thought. As we look through all of them, none of them make sense. Like, there's no, in totality, none of them totally make sense. I even heard a report that the Patriots are going to make a big move for a receiver. But they wouldn't say the name because they Cooper don't have Cup. a name. Cooper Cup. Um, th- there was two names that were floated, but I don't take them seriously. One was Jarvis Landry. And that was just literally floated up in the air, No, nothing attached to it. And then obviously the rehashing of uh, Stefan Diggs. I'd say the most likely, if they're going to make a big splash receiver-wise, they're going to make a trade with the Rams, who need draft picks after selling the farm for Jalen Ramsey. And they can't afford to re-sign Cooper Cup anyways. They could get a first-round pick for, for Cooper Cup all day. But I'm not giving the Rams a first-round pick for Cooper Cup. Oh, absolutely. I'm just Are you not. serious? I'm just not. He's stud, not. A stud top five receiver in his prime? Are you kidding me? I'm just not. And then you have to pay him. Yeah. And you, and you have Tom for a year, maybe two, and who? Well, there's other quarterbacks. It, it, there's no rule saying the Patriots have to drop off and absolutely suck them minute Tom Brady walks out the door. That's not a rule. Well, I mean, if you talk to most of the league, they're hoping for that. But They can hope I, that all they I, want. I, I get it. I they get can it. wish in one hand to do something in the other and see what happens first. It's just it, – it, I could buy Robert Woods uh, for low draft picks – as a another asset to add to it. But if I'm going to go take my first round pick, I'm going to get something something that's a difference maker. I'm going to dangle in front of the um, You think Cooper Cup it wouldn't be a difference maker? I'm going to dangle in front of the the Atlanta Falcons after they tag Austin Hooper. And I'm going to try to coax him into taking him taking the first round pick for Austin Hooper. That's what I'm going to do. Wow. Yeah. We're on, we're on different wavelengths we're, there. I, that's, we're on that's way what different I, wavelengths I see, there. I see a difference in him. I, see, I, I don't want to take away from Nikhil Harry's ability, bringing in Cooper Cup. I just I just want a nice tight end. If you can get Austin Hooper for just a first-round pick, great. If you can't, you move on to something else. That's great, but Cooper Cup has shown throughout his three years that, well, okay, the two he played, that he's a difference maker. Austin Hooper had three seasons before this, did nothing in contract year. All of a sudden, he's the second coming of Rob Gronkowski. It's like, uh, I don't know. This I, I've said it before when we did our tight end breakdown. This may be who Austin Hooper is. It may have taken him a few years to figure out who he is as a player. That's very fair, and that happens. I'm not knocking the guy. He's an awesome player. And if the Patriots ended up getting him, I wouldn't be going, oh, man, we got Austin Hooper. They already have our second-round pick for Mohamed Sanu. Now you're going to take another player from that system after you see one that doesn't work in that system? Or you want to go for a top-five stud receiver to coax Tom Brady back to pair up with Julian Edelman and some other other underneath talent that you have at receiver who just aren't breakout number-one guys but could very nicely fill a, fill a space? You get a guy like Cup? I just don't, I just yeah, don't man. buy Cup as... See, I wouldn't buy Diggs. If... if- I wouldn't buy Diggs either. Yeah. I think he's... Everybody, everybody talking about the Diggs is off their ass. I think he's a better version of Amari Cooper. 
where instead of you're going to get three games, you'll probably get five, six games out of Stefan Diggs, but then the rest of it is just disappeared. So we, kind of, we kind of got into the Patriots there a little bit, and um, well, so there, there's one other we're not te- at them yet, right? There is one other team that which we brought up last episode about uh, Bruce Arians yep. on the Jameis Winston. They're wishy washy, and there's a couple teams. Apparently, they're ready to make him an offer. I don't see him going there either. Here's the thing: I honestly believe the list of teams. That Tom Brady will play for starts and ends with New England. However, of the teams you just mentioned, the yeah. two I could legitimately see him going for or going to would be the Titans and the Bucks. I so could see it. The only problem with the Bucks is, is that reports are that Bruce Arians runs a loose camp. And maybe Tom wouldn't be too keen on that. But that's just reports. Maybe he would be keen on it. Right. Honestly, the past two, three years, Tom really hasn't shown up to OTCs. So, OTAs, sorry. So, it doesn't really matter. And the, the weapons, like, when I heard this and they, whoever, where I heard it from, they poo-pooed it real, real quick. I'm, like, thinking of it, the weapons are there. The dynamic weapons are there. Absolutely. The defense is something that needs work, and the offensive line needs a lot of work. Let me ask you this. If Jameis Winston doesn't turn the ball over 35 times last season, that's a much better football team. I mean, you subtract five and take it from 30 to 25, Yeah, you're probably putting an extra win. That's what I mean. So if you have a guy like Brady who's not going to throw 30 picks, there's no way. No. Uh, even even though he isn't the Brady of his prime, he's still not going to throw 30 interceptions. I think most people with common sense can agree on that. But I think I think it's, it's it, you know what could they do with a guy who could actually control the offense? If 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 he wants the money that he wants, I mean they could afford to pay Tom and then go out and get offensive line help if they needed yep. it. I mean they're going to lose they're going to lose Peyton Barber because I wouldn't resign the guy. No, but they got. The other guy that I can never think of for some reason, the number two or well, two A. Oh man, I'll think of it later. Not Penny, no, no. no. Um, but they could go out and they have their first, second, and third. They, they have all their draft picks. They can go out and get young kids that are in, at the skill position that aren't going to affect Tom Brady too much. And they can they can afford to go. They can go sign one of these tackle free agents, or one of the guard free agents, and really solidify the team if they really wanted to. They'll have some issues on the defensive side if they don't shore that up with some uh, decent players. But they do have eighty four million dollars in cap space, and even though I don't have them projecting. Taking Tom Brady, um, and quite honestly, I'm I'm getting I'm having getting Cam Newton, which is going to be non-existent. It's not entirely a bad concept. It's just will Tom really want to go down to Florida two seasons with two seasons with Tampa Bay? I don't think he wants to do that bad. 
I think he's trying to make the Patriots think he's willing to. Right by the way, the other guy you were thinking of is Ronald Jones. Thank you. Um, I think he's trying to make them believe he is so they make some kind of impact move. So that's the other prevailing theory is that Tom is, instead of presenting a presenting a list of teams that he claims is a the market for Tom Brady, he may be creating this list for a market for Tom Brady. When Absolutely. In all reality, the list may be New England, maybe Tampa Bay. That's it. Look at this weekend. Him and Edelman are in a basketball game. They FaceTime Mike Vrabel, who they're both friends with, and all of a sudden he's going to the Titans. I mean, any time the guy moves or breathes, if he throws this kid a pirate-themed birthday party, all of a sudden he's going to Tampa Bay. Yes. You know, if if he watches a Western movie, he's going to go to Dallas. No, if he, I don't, I don't know. I, I can, I can do this all day. Let's maybe, not make go through twenty nine others. If but. he's, if he's uh, posted on Instagram that he's watching Full House, where is he going? San Francisco. It was, it was San Francisco. I was going to say if he maybe you know bought like his wife a gold ring or something. I don't know. 49ers, gold I rush. Was, sorry, I'm stretching. It wasn't bad. Bit. It wasn't bad, but it, you know, could have been better. Could have been something better. I got. Could have been better. I got you. Um, you know what? Oh, what were you going to say? No, go ahead. Go Anything ahead. else? I was just going to move on. I was going to say, you know where Tom Brady's definitely not going? Uh, yes, I do. The same place, nobody with any talent, with the exception of Leonard Fournette and DJ Shark. That's about it. Are going to play next season, and that is Jacksonville. I can't believe they made this move, man. See, I, did, I, I thought when I did Jacksonville, I thought about A.J. Bouye getting traded, but I'm like... I don't want to disassemble the team because they need to have something going forward. You would think. They apparently don't think so. But they don't think so. So if I knew they were going to make this move, I would have went all in on it. I would have I would have done I would have started just shelling out pieces left and right. Cause they got him for a fourth round pick. That's a steal. That's not too bad. No. For AJ Bullion. That's a steal. Going to a team that knows how to use corners. Going to a team where a mediocre corner can become a star. Absolutely. The way they play defense, man. I mean, they're losing Chris Harris. They're not going to resign him for the money that he wants at, at an aging corner. So at least you got something representable. But now you got I identify four players that would potentially be the next four out the door. That's DJ Hayden, which I went over when we talked with Jacksonville as a straight cut. Nick Foles. Calais Campbell, who I have going to Indianapolis in a trade, and then Marquise Lee, who's on the uh, last year of his deal. With Foles, if you trade him, it's not too cost-prohibited, although you'll still have to eat money, but it won't be as bad as you straight cut him. The problem is finding someone who wants to take it, and how much money are you willing to yeah. eat? Because it wasn't an outrageous contract, but he certainly wasn't cheap. You you have to be a team that needs a starting quarterback. It can't be like the Philadelphia Eagles, which it would be great. Oh, great. He he has the magic in Philly. Maybe it'll work in case when – I'm sorry, when Carson Wentz gets injured again. But the, the Eagles aren't going to spend that money on a backup quarterback. It's just insane. He's going to go to the Raiders. I mean, that's a possibility. Raiders, the Bears – if I were the Bears, I'd take a run at it. If I'm the 
Jacksonville Jaguars, I try to get as many of these picks to the following season. And that's when my money clears up. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. So now I can do some free agency buying. I can move up in the draft if I need to. I mean, they got some They got some players. They got some picks. Uh, they got two first-round picks, which seems like things are changing in the draft where there might be some different players available. So they might need to move up to get that impact player that I thought they would get. Watch them, watch them trade up and take a quarterback. That would just be... Jacksonville, like, yeah, I was, I wasn't thinking, but yeah, that's that's actually accurate because I, I don't know what they're going to do. I, I think they should just completely disassemble as much as they can. DJ I think that's Chark, what they're doing. That's DJ, what they're doing. DJ Chark stays, Miles Jack stays, Leonard Fournette. They have they have to decide if they're going to pick up the, the fifth year option this year. I think they do. You got Did some, he lose the fifth-year option when he had that, that uh, contract dispute after his second season? I don't think so. I could have sworn they took that off his contract. I mean, it still has an option to pick up, but we'll we'll see when, you know, what was it May 5th I said it was? Yeah. That the uh, options are. Um, I'd have to do some uh, digging into that, see if it's, it is it's no longer an option. It's possible. Um, but I would I – would, there, there's a couple players I definitely keep – but as much as you can, anyone on the offensive line that's within decent age, I would just keep because you got to have – you want to keep continuity. You want to have your quarterback, if you feel like Gardner Minshew is the guy, you want to keep him upright if you feel like he's the guy. They made 75,000 fake mustache templates. Oh, yeah. They they they, 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 they wrong that thing. They milked that thing to the as much as they could. And then they're like, oh, we're going to put Nick Foles back in. Hmm? And then they're like, oh, we're going to put Nick Foles back Yeah, in. yeah, yeah, which Man, honestly is dumb. This defense three years ago looked like it was on pace to be one of the all-time great defenses. Jalen Ramsey and A.J. Boye were ridiculous. Yeah. And you had like Miles Jack at linebacker. You had, I mean, all around. There wasn't a weak spot on that defense. You had your front defensive line. You had Talvin Smith. You had a bunch of guys who were great. And now? And now? Just Most of that's gone. Just nothing. Just nothing. You're sitting here with dead money from multiple players. You're you're sitting with almost seven almost six million dollars from Talvin Smith because he just walked away. And now you're you're four million with AJ Bouye, two point five with Marcel Darius. Like all this money just click 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 just keeps adding up. Which is why I'm saying you need to take your money. You're, you're, I'm sorry. Your players, and if you trade them away, you got to try to get future uh, draft picks or future conditional picks. That way, you can possibly gear yourself up for a, a quicker rebuild than say, because I wouldn't have taken the fourth round pick for this year. I mean, it, it it seems like it's a fourth round pick this year. I wouldn't have taken it. If I could have got a third in 2021, I would have taken that. Thing is, though, those things are always tradable on draft day. That's true. You can always swap that out on draft day for something next year or two years from now. But if I feel like I'm not going to make moves this draft right. for whatever reason. Well, I even take the chance. I get you. Yeah, I, I would just that's – that's what I would do. I mean, I, I'm aggressive in the draft. I like to move up and down. 
but I also like to try to push as much as I can to the following season if I can get higher pick. Well, it makes sense. That's, that's what I like yeah. to do. Especially with the, them positioned to be in the proverbial cap hell that they're in. They could try to dig themselves out in one season by just Nick Foles gone, DJ Hayden, Clayus Campbell, slate, Mark Deasley. Yep. I don't go much more than that because I just still need that that core. I can't believe I, – I think the Broncos got a steal getting A.J. Boye for a fourth-round pick. Oh, absolutely. An absolute steal because his value was diminished because Ramsey wasn't on the other side. So it looked like he was a lesser corner because he didn't have that dominant guy on the other side. This guy is a really, really good player for a fourth-round pick. When you think the Rams had to trade two firsts for Jalen Ramsey and the Broncos got Boye for a fourth? I think it's a pretty good yeah, – that's pretty good – that's Hats pretty, off to the Broncos, man, because they got they got a great player at a steal. The pr- the problem's going to be. I, I understand your point on um, how good they are on defense and how they can uh, build their players up and and take less make lesser players better. I just don't I don't know how they're going to. They they don't have a guy opposite of AJ Boye now because they're not going to sign Chris Harris. It's just they're just not. They don't have a guy yet. I would say they have some cap space, but not inherently enough to maybe get one of the two premier guys, I would say, that are, that are out there in uh, Mackenzie Alexander and Trey Waynes. They may be able to, and to your point, whatever they give them, they're going to get a little bit more out of them because of their system. But they have to make that move. Well, since we're talking about him, I think we've already beat up on Jacksonville enough. Yeah. Want to move on to the Broncos? Yeah, we can move on to the Broncos. All right. We, I think we are going to do this originally two episodes ago with the Broncos, but we uh, they got they got forgotten. They did. Now we're going we're gonna to make it up and uh, do Denver, and then we'll start our planned, scheduled three teams for this episode. So what do you got for Denver, Ben? All right. Besides uh, all the things we just talked about. Yeah, some of the, <laughs> some of the stuff we just, we just dove into a little bit. Um, they're sitting at just under $50 million of cap space. That's adding uh, A.J. Bouye. That's well, adding him in? Yes. Okay. That was an, so that's they're, pretty, a, they're in a pretty good spot. Yeah, that's an up-to-date um, dollar amount. Uh, they're unfortunately um, – they have some uh, free agents. Chris Harris, Derek Wolf, uh, the guard Leary, Harris, their defensive tackle – Justin Simmons, their free safety, and Connor McGovern, uh, center. I think they're going to let uh, Leary go. He's one of the two people that were um, not having a great season. The other one, I, I can't remember his name, but he he got uh, he got pretty tagged around last year. Uh, Garrett Bowles is the other guy that got pretty nasty, kicked around by the uh, owner and GM, uh, John Elway. Uh, Harris, again, I already have him going somewhere else. They're just not going to pay a 31-year-old cornerback that much money. Derek Wolf, I think they remember how great he was, but the time has come. They are putting a full-on blitz on Simmons. They feel like they're, that that is their guy. Uh, if they can't work out a deal, they're going to tag fr- him. They're going to tag, tag him. him. Yeah. Um, 
Harris is one of their starting defensive linemen. They need to bring him back. McGovern, you want to stay steady with that center position, so they'll bring him back. I didn't know how good Simmons was until I looked at his stats. He's pretty damn good, and they're projecting him a five-year, $72 million contract. I didn't know how good he was, but in all fairness, Denver hasn't been relevant for a few years, and he's been on the team for a few years. I don't really make too much other moves, honestly. Um, I mean, do you think there's any chance that because they just got Boye, they keep Chris Harris? And that way, because they have somebody on the other side of him now? They I, mean, wanted, I, I know about his age, but like, I mean, they have some cap room. They could say to him, if he wants to be reasonable, hey, we have a pretty nice defense going here. You know how to win in Denver. We'd love to have you back on like a two-year, three-year deal maybe for something affordable. It's not, but it's not going to be affordable. He's going to want to break the bank. Yeah, he, he still, think, he still thinks he's that player. He just made it very clear. He, they have a, quite amount, quite a bit amount of draft picks. They need to bring, they need to bring back Shelby Harris as their defensive tackle because they, they're going to lose Garrett Wolf unless he takes a tremendous pay cut. But even if he does, like we pointed out a few episodes ago, two of the past three seasons, injury. Yeah, you you can't you can't sign that long. So you term. need to have him. So you need to spend that money, and he is going to command a little bit of money. He At defensive tackle, he had six sacks. He played 60, I think it was between 60 and 70% of the snaps at defensive tackle. That's a lot of sacks for a defensive tackle. And they're a base 34 defense. Important position. Especially if you're having aging Vaughn Miller and a couple other guys. Bradley, Bradley Chubb will be coming back from injury. You want him to have that freedom to be a playmaker, and that's what I I would relate him to Vince Wolfork. You just need him in the middle to suck up those walkers and have your playmakers make the plays. Yeah. So would it be nice to get a Trey Waynes at $8 million a year, Mackenzie Alexander at like $8 million a year? That would be awesome. It's just not going to happen. It's not if you want to keep Justin Simmons, you want to keep your center, you want to keep your defensive tackle, and be able to draft your all your guys that you drafted. You just can't. Well, are you better off keeping two star players or five or six really, really, really good guys who can be the foundation of your team? But you see it all the time. Really bad teams have one or two great players, but they just have nothing after that. Is if it I, worth it? If I if I were the Denver Broncos, I know this is this is going to be a little scary for Denver Broncos fans. I try to make the move to sell off Von Miller at this point. Because then not, you they're not going to want to do that. Because then you can go get that corner. Yeah, but they're not going to want to do that. Von I know Miller's, they're not going to want to do that, but that's that's honestly. I agree, they should. That's where your money is. $25 million this year to, to Von Miller. And you have young, young up-and-coming guys, and you're going to have to start paying them. Miller's getting – he's and, not old, but you know, for his position, he's been around for a little while. And who's their starting quarterback? Uh, Drew Locke. Right. So why is their backup being getting $23 million? <laughs> 
Oh, see, see now all roads that, lead back to Joe Flacco. How you got to get me on the Joe Flacco sucks train, don't you? <laughs> We're going to talk about Joe Flacco and Kirk Cousins in the same episode, and my head isn't going to implode. I'm sorry. Oh my god. I'm sorry. How much but, garbage can one person talk about? It, it, when I when I was diagnosed in the Denver Broncos, I looked at them like, wait a minute, why are they so in cap hell? That's why they're in cap hell. Just wonder I don't drink more. Because they, they, they made the move to trade for him. They restructured the deal. He's so bad. They can't they, – they can save $10 million, but they're going to have $13 million in dead cap if they, they cut him or trade him, no matter what they do. I don't think they could trade this guy to the XFL. There's, there's nobody that's going to take him. No. They're literally going to sit on him for the next two years. You could go out to your local dumpster, set it on fire, and it still would not be as much hot garbage – as you get when Joe Flacco's on the field. He sucked. He's so bad. He was never good. I don't know what they're going to do. Honestly, Chris, I don't know what you do with this contract because this would be, this is literally, if you wanted to, take this money, you could invest it in both Mackenzie Alexander and Trey Wayne's $8 to $9 million per season, and now you have A.J. Bouye, Mackenzie Alexander, and Trey Wayne's, who, by the way, both those players – Cannot be resigned by Minnesota because they're in cap hell, which we'll get to in a few minutes. The fact you can't sign someone because you I'm, – I'm, I'm still on Joe Flacco. You had to say it. <laughs> when someone mentions Carson Wentz to you. The fact you can't sign good players – or not good players. You're going to sign good players. But the fact you're actually restricted from signing all the players you want to sign to build your team because you have – they're getting what they deserve. Remember I just said how smart they were for A.J. Boye? Yeah, you need 15 of them to watch the bad taste of that Joe Flacco – Nonsense out of your mouth, and then I'll I'll I'll, I'll top on this because they they are investing heavily in their secondary. Why I say this? AJ Bouye, thirteen million dollars, right? I just said they they want to re-sign Justin Simmons, correct? They'll even tag him. Their starting strong safety is getting fourteen this year. And Bryce Callahan, who I think, if I remember correctly, is their nickel corner, is getting 7.8. They are just investing heavily in that secondary. And as much as I would like to say Trey Waynes would be a perfect, perfect insertion into this defense, you can't. Unless you can get out of that contract of one Mr. Joe Flacco. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. I love how I love how after uh, when, when the Texans signed Brock Osweiler for seventy two million, all the Broncos fans in the front office are talking trash. Seventy two million dollars for that? We're gonna show you. We're smart. <laughs> We're gonna go trade for Joe F. N. Flacco. And you oh, don't you dude, don't have no. a team like the Cleveland Browns to basically sell them a first round pick just to take that contract. You just don't. No. You you really think? If it comes down to it, Bruce Arians has a decision between, oh, well, I got $84 million in cap space. Should I invest some of it in Jameis Winston or trade for Joe Flacco? I know what he's going to pick. Uh, honestly, all the jokes about Jameis, I take Jameis all day in that situation. And I don't think he's a great quarterback. He's a great stat accumulator, but he's not a great quarterback. And the other Maybe you just see what Johnny Manziel's up to. Just call him and be like, hey, are you off the wagon again? What's going on? Like, You want to come play for us? Right. No, no, other options, Joe Flacco. Yeah, yeah. No, come on. You're a starter. Like I, I want to I wanna say you should give Von Miller. He's got two years left. You should give Von Miller a, 
one more year in this system and see what it can do. But you really, you're really going to go into the season with A.J. Bouillon on one side and some combination of Devontae Harris, Bryce Callahan, and Isaac Yindam. Or, or you re-sign, ready for this? Cyrus Jones? Or you have the former second-round pick from the Patriots, Duke Dawson, as your number two. Like, it's just, you're, you made the great point. This is a defense that can win if you insert a couple more pieces on top of A.J. Bouye. Absolutely. But because they decided to play, pay Kareem Harris, of Kareem Jackson, I'm sorry, so much money, and the fact that they brought in as their number their backup quarterback, Joe Flacco, they're now screwed. Well, they got what they deserve. They want to be that dumb. Much like the Bears trading multiple top draft picks so they could draft Mitchell Trubisky when no one else wanted him. They're getting what they deserve. So, our next team, I already see some things we're going to have a discussion about on this sheet. Sure. So, what do you got for the Patriots? So, the, there's, there's, two, there's two issues with the next two teams. I'll say it both, for both of them right now. The dead money of the voided contract is a little confusing to me on how you can spread that out. For Tom Brady and Drew Brees? Yes. Yeah. How you can spread that out if you resign them. So I wasn't aggressive, not knowing exactly how much money I would have to play with this year. So with the Patriots, you have $41 million in cap space, roughly. You have Tom as a free agent. You have Devin McCourty, Kyle Van Noy, Matthew Slater, Jamie Collins, Joe Tooney, and Adam Butler, all free agents. Most of those are not coming back. Majority of them are yeah. not coming back. So I need to free up a little bit of money. I need to free up five, about uh, free up about 5.5 to help me out. And I'm going to go to Marcus Cannon and Shaq Mason to get that money. Didn't Shaq Mason just sign an extension before this past season? Why would he restructure? I think it was a uh, year before. Well, let's hope he's feeling generous. Well, honestly, to sign Don Brady, he's going to need to be generous. Yeah. And that's, that's one way I can convince both of them to do this restructuring is, is look, I need, I need the money for Tom. I'm going to see – and that, honestly, that money there, uh, I have him at two for – 50 is under the value that they have projected. They haven't projected making $33.8 million, which I don't see them. I don't see him demanding that much money. Even if he does, they can't pay him that much. Right. Tom Brady or not, there's no way that happens. If he goes, if he goes above 30, I think it's cut bait. They'll, they'll go to plan B, C and D. Honestly, I think the contract that you just put down here, two fifty, I give him that. I'm like, this is all we can do. This is what we got. If you can't take this, then have fun being, you know, nine and seven in Indianapolis or wherever you're going to go. Right. Like, uh, you, if you want to, if you want, I mean, you're not going to destroy your legacy. You're still the best quarterback. I mean, people can argue. I don't know how. You're still the best quarterback of all time. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't say player because there's such different dynamics at every position. But the best quarterback of all time. You're not going to ruin your legacy. It's not like you're going to be hated in New England. People are going to boo you if you come in and play for a different team. They'll cheer you first. As a thank you, and then they'll boo you at you know being sportsman like. 
But why would you even want to do it? Are you so hell-bent on proving you don't need Bill Belichick? Which, that's what it's really about, oh, it if is. he leaves. It's about proving it was Brady and not Belichick. And it, and it, and it, I'll, I'll add to your point. If Bill tries to give him the old two for 30, two for 35, then I'll say the reverse. That's Bill trying to tell Tom, I don't need you to win. Right. I'm going to get somebody else. Right. I think if it's 45 to 50 over two years, I think that's where you should have that nice compromise. It's it's enough to put you in the upper echelon, but it's not so cost prohibited to kill us in anywhere else we need to go. Here, here's the thing. I think they can only make that move if they're going to make significant changes on offense. If you're not going to make significant changes on offense, it doesn't matter if you have Tom Brady. Because the offense they had last year, that structure, with Tom Brady as quarterback, is not going to be any better than it was last year. No. And they were bad last year. They only were competitive because of that defense. So the Patriots fan in me says, yeah, resign him, it's Tom Brady. The, the football fan in me says, if he doesn't want to play ball and he wants to walk, let him walk and start the post-Brady era and just start rebuilding now. Well, not rebuilding. They're still going to be a good team. But figure out who the next guy is going to be. Find his predecessor. If you got to go get a veteran for a few years, or even Philip Rivers or Joe Flacco, even a year. And then you find, if you have your, your guy, your dead set, this is our guy in the draft, get your guy. It like Kind of like the, uh, the Ravens did. They knew they were getting rid of Flacco. Yeah. They got Jackson. They figured Jackson was the guy. They built the offense around him, and it worked. Do that and let Brady walk. If he's that determined, I, that's not what I want to see happen. I want to see Brady retire a Patriot. But if it's going to come down to a 42-year-old, 43-year-old by the time the season starts, quarterback, who is essentially going to hold you hostage for 25 to $30 million a year, that's not the Patriot way. Bill Belichick is not going to let that fly. No. And Robert Kraft has already said he's not getting involved. He's not going to, you know, play good old uncle, good old uncle uh, Robert Kraft. And, Bill, you have to give him more. He said he's staying out of it. Whatever happens, happens. He said his piece. If Belichick and Brady are really at odds that much, Bill will give him his offer. It won't be negotiable. Brady will decline it, and he'll go sign in Tennessee and go 8-8. Eight and eight. Right. And, and, and it's just... You just look at the roster in totality. It's just it's hard to look at it and say they can flip it in like two or three seasons. You got there's some of these contracts you just gotta let. Yeah. Or cut your losses if, if you gotta trade somebody and take a hit like return wise, but you're gonna get rid of it and you'll be able to restart the the clock, if you will. I mean, I heard so many rumors about if they if Tom signs with San Francisco that the Patriots would put a package together with Julian Edelman and a, a draft pick and ship him out of San Francisco to get Jimmy Garoppolo because uh, San Francisco has till April 1st to, you know, agree to the uh, guaranteed money. Right. And then you're just, I mean, what's, what's strange is that they, they picked up the option on Jason McCourty today. That's an indication to me that they're not turning the page yet. They're they're trying to they're going to try to bring back as much as they can 
to kind of have that last run. And what I think they need to do, and I don't know how you how you feel about this. They need to bring back Johnny, Jamie Collins, and I think he'll take a little less money than they than. I think so. He already played that game once, and he didn't win. Exactly. So yeah, I that's think why Collins I think will. he'll take this because what I put down at two for fifteen is less than what they're projecting. But I think he'll take less. I think he would take that. If you put some incentives in there too, he would take that. And I think you're gonna uh, Adam Butler is a key important piece, but and I think they'll bring him back for lower money. But Vannoy, McCordy, who I already have someone going somewhere else, uh, and Tooney. I think they're all gone. Yeah, they're gone, yeah. Vannoy uh, hasn't made his money yet. Uh, Tooney hasn't made his money yet. And Devin McCourty, he's 33 years old. Vannoy will be back. You need to make that move. Maybe Vannoy's going to be back? No, after he goes and signs somewhere else. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and they yeah. realize he's a good player, but he's more of a good soundbite and a good system player, a la Deion Branch, a la Jamie Collins. Right. And then as long as Belichick's still here, they'll trade back for him. For like a fifth round pick in two years, or he'll get cut, and, or he'll get cut and he'll come back. Yeah. So, if you're concerned about the tight end position, this is how I'm going to try to attempt to fix it. We are going to have a discussion about this. Okay. So I'm going to cut Justin Bethel. I know it's not may not be that important as a special teamer, but two million dollars will be very yeah. helpful. I'm going to sign Charles Clay for two. For 2.5, Ricky Steele's Jones at tight end for one for 1.25. And I'm going to trade a 2021 second-round pick to Baltimore for Hayden Hurst. Okay, first of all, Clay, no problem. Okay. Ricky Steele's Jones, cool. Hayden Hurst, you need to be drug tested immediately. For a second-round pick, first of all, I won't give a first round for Cooper Cup, but I will trade a second round for Hayden Hurst. Well, this is a, this is a late second-round pick. For in 2021, so you're the following season. But still, it would still be a late first round pick. Hayden Hurst, I think, has some upside, whereas the other two don't have real upside. They need to prove themselves. Hayden Hurst has some upside and some ability. If you if you can tap into it, and you have Tom Brady as your quarterback, can possibly bring out what potential he has in him. My head hurts because you're not getting you're not getting Hayden Hurst for a third round pick. That's why I'm I have to put in a second round pick. I have an idea. Let Baltimore keep Hayden Hurst because he isn't that good. Okay. You know who else is developed talent you can tap into? Who's that? Who would also do great with Tom Brady throwing it to him? Who's that? Cooper freaking Cup. I'm not trading for Cooper Cup. Well, that's cool. We're on different teams. I am. Cooper Cup is not a viable option. With this team, with the with the salary structure, it just doesn't make sense. Okay, all, all kidding, all kidding, and smart comments aside, if they did do the tight end moves you're suggested, minus minus Hayden Hurst, and you know Brady ends up, you know, going to another, another team, and now they have this cap room, and they bring in or they draft, they say, hey, maybe Jared Stenham's going to be your guy for the year. And then we're going to try to draft somebody else and see what happens. Let them compete for the job. Could you see them making a move for a big receiver then? If they have that extra cap room? Oh, they don't have much. After everything I've done, they got like just under $6 million. But I'm saying if they don't if they don't re-sign Brady, that's $25 million free now. I mean, if they don't re-sign, yeah, if they don't re-sign Brady, I mean, who do you reasonably look at as a viable option with a young quarterback? 
to pair to pair with Tom, with Jared Stidham, if you will. Okay, I know I just said this a dozen times, and I have a reason for it. It's not just a man crush. Cooper Cup. The Rams. Okay. The Rams cannot resign him. They cannot afford it. It's. It's. This isn't me guessing. This is. Okay. We broke down their salary cap. I understand. And at that point, if you're telling me, Ben, Tom Brady's not on the team, and you have that twenty-five million dollars. Okay. It's the money that I have the problem with. That's what I'm saying. They can't do it if Brady's there. You cannot. You no, there's cannot no way. Mathematically do it if Tom Brady's there. But if Tom Brady's not there and you have confidence in, in Jared Stinham or you look at your first-round pick and you say at 23, it's either from Eason because it's not Jordan Love because apparently everyone has fallen in love with Jordan Love, which I don't understand, but okay. Pun intended, apparently. Pun is intended, but I don't understand it. But okay, if people want to fall in love with him, fine. People thought Jamarcus Russell was awesome too. Hey, first and, then he, round, yeah, and then the first whistle blew pick when and the game bombs. started. Yeah. So if you want to, if you want to trade down to like thirty, thirty-one, or thirty-two, and get Jake from, which I think is a viable option because I don't think at twenty-three, it's a bit of a reach. But if you can't and you want to take from at twenty-three, I think he's a great. That's a kid from Georgia, right? Yes, I yeah, think. I, like he, him I think a he's a yeah. Damn good quarterback. Anyone can dog him all they want about his the size of his hands, the fact that in some of the big games he wasn't quite a performer. But that was a defensive-minded head coach. Right. With a defensive-minded, oriented system. You bring him in, maybe I have a better team. But you still need to address the tight end situation, correct? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I, and I love those two for the, the clear, clear slate on the tight ends. Well, the, you bring I mean, in Charles Clay and Ricky Seals Jones. I really like that a lot. You, you still have Izzo and one of the other ones. I get rid of them. Well, they're still under contract. So my thought process is you bring in these three, or at least two of them, and you have the other two, and you tell them, look, we need to see something. These two guys are established veterans that have some track history, although Ricky Seals Jones doesn't have too much. Has he ever really played for a good quarterback, though? Well, he was with the Arizona for two years, and that would have been under my point. Rosen and whatever else garbage, and then the year before, I don't know what else garbage, and last year it was uh, Baker Mayfield. And okay. Tra- Charles Clay has been on so many teams, it's not even funny. Baker's not too tight end friendly, so. So, I, I just tell the four of them or five of them, whoever's there, is like, look, we need three guys. That's why I want to bring in five. I, right. We need three guys. Who's the best of the three? Go out and prove it. Because honestly, you it, it, if you do clay at two years and 2.5, it's small money. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a great deal. Yeah. Ricky Seals-Jones, it's a one-year deal because he doesn't, he doesn't deserve anything more than that. He has to prove it. You can, you can cut him. And the other two that are already on the roster, they're even less. So you do need to add that fifth person that has that upper echelon talent. And maybe it's not Hayden Hurst. Maybe it's someone else that I I, I have to dig into because all reports, Hunter Henry is going to get tagged. So you'll need to give up a first-round pick for him if you want him. Hooper's going to get signed. So who else are you looking at to, to possibly get your hands yeah. on? Do you really think Tampa Bay's going to let O.J. Howard go anytime soon? If they're smart, they would because they don't use him. But But they're not going to. So that's what I think. 
the Patriots will do everything hinges on one person, and that's Tom Brady. Well, I am literally as sick to death of talking about that as, uh, as I said earlier, as most of you probably are about hearing about it. But let's uh, let's make a promise right now. Until there's actually more news, we're not going to talk about Tom Brady again. Oh, we got twelve days, buddy. Yeah. Well, on to another odd quarterback situation. Uh, another potential dead cap because of avoided contract with yeah, the New it's, Orleans it's, Saints. It's, it's very strange. It was just as tough to do this one as it was the last one. Actually, I think this was tougher because there's more dead cap, and I just don't know where to go with it. And they have not, they have $9.75 million in cap space. It's not a lot. They have their picks – um, a first and a third and fourth and fifth and a sixth. So they don't have no second-round pick. Here's their free agents, Chris. Drew Brees, Teddy Bridgewater, Taysom Hill. All of the quarterbacks. All the quarterbacks. Eli Apple, their starting guard, Andres Pete, and their starting strong safety, Von Bell. Well, well those guys are going to have to re-sign. There's no way they re-sign Pete and Bell. No, Pete. They, There's just they, no way. It seems like they're, Apple, Pete, and Bell are all gone. Yeah. There's, there's, there, there's no way they can resign those guys with, with the guys they have to, with money they're going to have to spend mm-hmm. to keep at least one of those quarterbacks. But they think Taysom Hill could be their next starting well, quarterback. Here's the funny thing. Let me ask you a question. Who's older, Teddy Bridgewater or Taysom Hill? Well, I would think Bridgewater, but based on what you asked, that I have to say Taysom Hill. Yeah, he's 30 years old. Really? Yeah. That was I was, was he late 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 uh, out of college. I guess. Or has he been around longer than I thought? He's, I mean... He's, well, he's an unrestricted free agent, right? We talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. He, I don't know, man. But he's 30 years old. It's weird. But I feel like they're going to they're gonna sign... Well, they have top, Drew Brees projected. Now, this is crazy. And if he really signs for this, that's just asinine. Two years at 73. <clears throat> I mean, is he really trying to hamstring wow, yeah. his... It, I mean, he no. already is with the dead cap. Yeah, that's crazy. But that's going to make it worse. You can't, much like Brady in New England, I understand he's a part of your history, and they won their only Super Bowl with Drew Brees, and all that good faith he built up down there. You cannot cripple your franchise financially. We're not talking about a guy in his prime. No, he's he's at the end. Brees, I mean, they, everybody's saying that. They were saying that Cliff was coming for Brady five years ago. That, that It can come any time. It doesn't matter if you're throwing the album, um, Alvin Thomas. Jeez, I just combined them. Alvin Kamara, or Michael Thomas, player. or any of these guys. If you don't have it anymore, you don't have it anymore. And it, you can't maintain consistency if you're not the same player you used to be. You can't give an almost 40 year old quarterback $36 million a year. For two, yeah, for two years. For you two seasons. That. No way. Because what if, what if he felt, what, what if his cliff was in the playoffs last year? Yeah. What if it was there? What if we just thought uh, the they just got beat? I don't remember who they played. Vikings. There you go. What if the Vikings were just that much better? Everyone thinks, oh, well, the Vikings defense. Oh, there it is again. The Vikings defense is back. Just like it was the year before. Great. What if it wasn't that? What if it was, ooh, the cliff came. And now you give him 36 per for two years and you're – your toast. Even if you even if you get Taysom Hill under a, 
I have him under a sweetheart deal. Is he really going to sign a sweetheart deal right now? Probably not. He wants some money, and he wants to start. Here's, here's the problem. Here's, yeah, exactly. A 30-year-old quarterback, or whatever the hell you want to call him, I guess by you know classification he's a quarterback, who was an unrestricted free agent, or un- un- undrafted free agent, excuse me, I keep right. saying unrestricted, undrafted free agent. He's going to want to get his money. Because Sean Payton's been talking him up. It's how, oh, he could do this, and he can do that, he can do this. He's going to go somewhere else. I mean, he's not going to get, you know, massive star. He's not going to get what Teddy Bridgewater is going to get. No, Teddy, I, if, I, if I'm if i a team, I will give Teddy $20 million for three years. I would not give Taysom Hill five per. No, I agree. I agree. For three years. I would. Ju- I just wouldn't. Cause he I'd hasn't be, proven it. I'd be burning money. But if I'm Taysom Hill, I'm going to go try to get that. Oh, yeah. Because he's he has a shot, and this is his one shot. His one shot to go get a big contract, as big as he's going to get. And it's crazy that everyone thought that t- uh, Teddy's big shot was last year, and I thought it too. I thought Teddy was making a huge mistake, not going out in the free agent market and getting a starting position in a team like Miami. But then he comes back. He has an opportunity to play like six games. Did great, and now it's going to turn it into a yep. three-year, $20, 25000000 million contract, which is insane, and who knows what he'll do. Now you're going to ask me, how are they going to free up this money? You have to straight-up cut Kiko Alonso and Janoris Jenkins. Mm. There's very little dead cap. love that. There'll be very little dead cap, and it frees up $19 million. And that's all I'm doing, because honestly... That's not enough money for the 36 per, but I got to think there's a way to maneuver the dead, that, that guaranteed money that it was going to incur on the cap to maybe maneuver it to the following season or the season after that or whatever cap BS that they can do. I just don't see what else they can do unless you're going to start really hampering the team significantly. And this is exactly what I was talking about when, when you just said hampering a team significantly. Because they want to they want to try to bring back Breeze, and you know that's number one priority for them. Oh, yeah. You know it. They're going to have to cut two, maybe not absolutely stellar, but good defensive players and not sign anybody else to keep Breeze, which means they're going into next season, whatever rookies they draft, and the same offense minus a reliable backup because they're not re-signing Teddy Bridgewater. No. And now they're going to go compete and do that again. And oh, you know how this wasn't enough to beat Minnesota? Well, let's subtract from that and then try it again. And 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 you're losing your starting guard. Although you have another one, you need two. And you're just you're just not going to have enough. I'm sorry, you're just not going to have enough. And you're paying all these players. Like it seems like now the Jared Cook contract might be a little affecting the team because maybe instead of having Jared Cook you could potentially have Andres Pete. Wouldn't that be honestly, if you're looking at it, wouldn't that be better for the team? Sure. And you have another contract coming up next offseason that is not regardless of how you played this year with Alvin Kamara, that is not going to be cheap. So you're gonna have your entire you're gonna have to Alvin Kamara walk? No. They're they're they I don't know how they're going to make it work, but it's literally going to be, we're going to make it work. 
It's going to be Alvin Kamara, Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, and then we're going to backfill the rest from what's left. So you're good luck. You're, here's here's what you're you're missing, unfortunately, Chris. You're missing uh, Larry Wolford, their other starting guard. His contract's up the end of next year. Jared Cook's contract ends the end of this season. Marshawn Lattimore, they have to decide if they want to give him the fifth-year option this year. Otherwise, he'll be a free agent. Sheldon Rankins, their defensive tackle, contract up next at the end of next year. Their backup running back? No, Sheldon Rankins, uh, defensive tackle. No, no, I mean, what about their backup running back? Because you need a number two with Alvin Kamara. No, it's like, um, what's his name? I can't remember. His I name. can't think of his name now. It, just, I, I, it completely, it, completely eludes me. It's, it's insane how many times this happens when we're recording. We just forget names. Well, we're not recording. We literally sit there and fire off name after name after name. But as soon as we're recording, it's like kryptonite to our memory. Latavius Murray. There we go. But it, it's it's crazy how, and, and I'm I'm forgetting Marcus Williams, who was probably pretty good at free safety for the uh, New Orleans Saints. And you're losing Von. You're going to lose Von Bell this year. You're going to. He's going to want his money. You're going to lose him. Your defense and offense is going to change in the matter of two years. And there's nothing you can do about it because of one thing. You want to keep Drew Brees, potentially, if for two years, thirty-six million dollars. Yeah. And then what will happen after that? Honestly. If you're the owner, you might just say, eh, Sean, it might be time for you to go, buddy. The Saints are going to go back to being the Aints, I'll tell you. Uh, it might. Honestly, the end might have started the game it against Minnesota. Well, speaking of Minnesota, it's our last team today. I mean, everything is kind of just flowing. It really together. is. It's really, I mean, we didn't even plan this. It's nope. working out really well. I did not do that on purpose, folks. When I look at Minnesota's, I'm not going to spoil it for you. But when you look at Minnesota's available cap, I did a double take because it's almost comical. But go ahead and do your thing, Ben. It was it was negative. But these sneaky bastards made a move before I got to them. They they cut Everson Griffin. If you remember that, like two, what, two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago? Yep. Fun fact, there's a rumor going around they're going to try to resign him. Yeah, I don't see that happening, but okay. As I pointed out earlier, they have both Trey Waynes and Mackenzie Alexander, both free agents. Trey Waynes is the outside outside cornerback, and Mackenzie Alexander is their nickel, quote-unquote nickel corner. Uh, they still have Xavier Rhodes under contract. Uh, Harris, their strong safety, is a free agent, and both their kicker and their punter are both free agents. They have a whopping 736K in cap space. Folks, they can barely sign someone for league minimum with that. They could sign someone, an undrafted guy, for a league minimum, and maybe like a one or two year guy, but a veteran I think is seven fifty. So they're gonna have to start, you know, getting and change and getting other teams to pitch in there. Yeah. Um. Like when you go to the store and like you spend like nineteen cents on a dollar and they ask if you want to round up for charity. That's what teams are going to have to start doing with their contracts. Help <laughs> help the Vikings sign a player. So, again, this is like 
Pittsburgh Steelers all over again. I got to go to Anthony Barr, who just signed a contract two years ago. Harrison Smith, who's getting long in the tooth. And Kyle Rudolph, I think, they just signed a contract last year. Yeah. Just um, re-upped after this, before this season. I need, I need to give, I need to get $15 million. I need $15 million. So I can trade, and I, this is an alteration. First time I made it. I'm trading a fourth round and a, a 20, 2021 fourth round and a conditional to Jacksonville for DJ Hayden, who's roughly $6 million. Well, you know, you can tell those players when you have to ask them for money back from their contract. You can say, hey, guys, you know, we need you to give money back from your contract and restructure. But good news, Kirk Cousins is still fully guaranteed to be grossly overpaid. <laughs> that is true. Um, and actually half of, I hate to, and this is one of the points you brought up, um, with Pittsburgh. It's like half that money they're giving back is going to go to rookies. Yep. Uh, but I have them getting a, potentially getting a corner in the draft, uh, talented one. So that way, even though they're losing two highly talented cornerbacks, they still have Xavier Rhodes. I have them getting DJ Hayden. They're going to draft a corner. So they'll still have their corners in place, somewhat not as experienced, or in DJ Hayden's case, not as good. Maybe he'll be okay. The sugar coat it. <laughs> uh, there's really nothing else you can do here. No, I mean there's, no, there's. My thought process in this is the following season. You have four people that you have to look at uh, that are free agents. One of them is Kirk Cousins, which I know you're a huge fan of. He's a god awful. Well, no, he's not god. He's some but potential, but not. He's okay. He's no Joe Flacco, as far as not as bad as Joe Flacco. Right. But my God, man, he's what they paid him fully guaranteed. I I, just, I don't get it. Uh, number two is is Dalvin Cook. That's going to hurt. Number three, and I know people might laugh at this, Pat Effling, starting guard. Very important to that offensive line. I don't know why anybody would laugh at a guard because Dalvin Cook can't be Dalvin Cook if there's no one to run behind. Some people just treat the the offensive line like they're just a bunch of fat guys. Well, they are, but they're a bunch of really talented fat guys who can move other players. It's important to keep Pat Effling. And then the fourth one, it's not a player. The head coach is a free agent next year. So the interesting thing would be, do you hear about a contract extension during the season? If not, could the organization and the GM, Chris Spielman, look at it and say, okay, it's time to move in a new direction. We're going to give Dalvin Cook his extension. We're going to resign Pat F. Lane. Maybe we'll trade off one of our wide receivers and we're going to bring in a new quarterback and have a new offensive structure. Well, Stefan Diggs re-signed uh, signed a new contract a couple of years ago. Right. So you're going to have to see how he – I'm not you have to see, but they'll have to see how that breaks down as far as dead money goes and, right. and, and cap penalties. Uh, Thielen is an incredible receiver. I'd love to have him. He might be – at the time next season's over, he could be top three receiver in the league. Uh, you're going to be able to afford him. Dalvin Cook, you have to re-sign. They're definitely going to re-sign him. They may bring back Cousins, but it's not going to be fully guaranteed at what he's making now. There's no way. 
he that that ship has sailed. It's going to be significantly less and more incentive based. Not just, hey, Kurt, go out there and throw 50 times a game and get your 200 yards and three interceptions, and here's $28 million. And, and that's why I think they'll they'll restructure how they're looking at the offense because you have that backup, Madison. Right. So on top of Dalvin Cook, you'll have the backup, and maybe you can restructure the offense into a new identity with a new head coach, unfortunately. I mean, you, maybe you can go with Zimmer. But Wait, honestly, why would you not go to Zimmer? Has he done something wrong? I no, mean, no, no. I mean, well, he hasn't won yet, so maybe, yeah. maybe the thought process. In two seasons, hasn't it, or three? Oh, seven. Is it that long? Uh, they said it was seven years. He's been on the team seven years. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, wow. It's a long so, way so from Mike Tice. Okay. It might, it might be where they think, okay, it's the end of the road. Kirk yeah. Cousins, seven, yeah. Okay. We're gonna move on from Kirk Cousins. We're gonna get that money back. It's going to, we're gonna reinvest it in Pat Eflin and Dalvin Cook and a couple other players. Maybe we keep both receivers and our new quarterback, whoever that may be. Because honestly, do you look at this team and say they're a top five in the draft next year? No. no. So they're not going to get. Competitive. They're not going to get that talent. So they're going to have to look at a veteran. So that's why I thought make a few moves here and there. But you really have a team that it might just be this year. This might be it for the Minnesota Vikings. This iteration, if you will. To be next year's Jacksonville Jaguars. No, they'll be better than that. No, I I think they might decide to cut bait before it turns into that. And that's that's why I think it's... This is the time you have a little cap space left. (coughs) So during the season, if you need to make a move, a smart move, because offensively you should be stacked. So it's really defensively, do you need to make a move? Can you financially bring in, think of this, a Von Miller? If if, If the timing's right and you have the momentum and you have enough artillery to get him. Possible. And you pair him with Anthony Barr. They're not bringing Everson Griffith back. I don't believe in what they say. Oh, we're going to try. You're going to try, but he's going to want something, and you're not going to have the money to give it. No. So you might have to make a move during the season to try and get somebody to pair with Anthony Barr. Otherwise, if I'm every other team, I slide coverage. I mean, I I know they have um, Danell Hunter, and they got a couple other players on the defensive line that they're paying pretty good money, but really their pass rushers are Anthony Barr and, and Daniil Hunter. It helps to have that third. You know the old adage it was used to, you, you just need two guys? Yep. I don't think that is anymore. No. I think you need three. You that, yeah. Maybe. The rotation. Maybe if they can make somehow make the money work, and I don't, again, I don't know how they would, but would you take a stab at getting Yannick and Jaku? There's no way they can make that money work. There's no I way. I agree. I agree 100%. I mean, if if, if they can somehow, if, if they're magicians up there in Minnesota, then think of this. go ahead, do it. But there's, they, you can't make that cap work. Think of this. If they could hold that for a year and then start an extension next year, you know where that extension money is coming from? Your starting quarterback. Coming from Kirk Cousins, guaranteed contract, yeah. There you go. I mean, if you can get him, Jackie, that'd be awesome. But, oh, man, they would have to do some real... 
Oh yeah, they'd have to make some, they'd some have real to, magic. You don't almost have to start. Uh, honestly, I'd look at Harrison Smith and say, "What are you giving us now?" Because he's been with the team eight, nine years. Apparently, as long as Mike Zimmer, and I didn't even realize it. <laughs> I don't know why I thought he was new-ish. Uh, uh, anything else for the Vikings? There, be good here. Uh, no. I mean, did you want to bring up that that trade that happened before we uh, got on? Uh, yeah, I mean, offensive linemen traded for each other. Yeah, it seemed it seemed innocuous at this point, just because I don't know what the Chargers are going to do at all quarterback, and the Carolina Panthers haven't quite decided affirmatively what they're doing at quarterback. But it's interesting that it's a guard for a right tackle or left tackle. I'm sorry. Let's not be let's not be coy. Let's tell people <coughs> the Panthers traded Trey Turner to the Chargers for Russell Okung. Yeah. So, or Okung, or Akung, or however the hell Okun. you say that name. Russell Okung. Okung, I thought so. Okay. So, I mean, it's not nothing. Those are two pretty good players. But well, Russell Okung, is, if he's fully healthy, he's one of the premier left tackles. Trey Turner, I don't know much about. But if I'm the Chargers, I like the deal. It gives me a, a solid guy that I know is going to be there because they had problems with Okun since they acquired him from Seattle. And not, not like, contractually... Or, you know, player disruption-wise, it's just health-wise. He yeah. just hasn't been. And he I, he had a serious injury. I don't remember what it was, but it was like a serious body injury. Oh, okay. Like, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't want to speak to what it was because I don't remember what it was. But I know it wasn't like a, a, a foot. It was a non-football injury. But I, I like the move. I just don't know what it's going to do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that will wrap it up for us. But please, as always, let us know what you thought of today's show. Whether it be our continuous, incessant talk on Tom Brady or the trade from Jacksonville, the max exodus from Jacksonville, if you will, or any of our uh, teams we broke down in our pre free agency breakdown. And Ben, where can they do that? Well, you can hit us up on Twitter. That's Ben Chris Talk FO1. Or you can get in touch with us on Facebook. That's Ben and Chris Talk Football. And if you did enjoy today's show, ladies and gentlemen, please, please do Ben and I a favor. Just share it with a friend and spread the word. We'd really, really appreciate that. For Ben, I am Chris. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you right back here Tuesday morning. Thank you.